Once again, it's on Yosha Man Dean Edwards. We back here in the Father Market Protocol, bringing the music right there. Yeah, baby, we still doing it live, um, live to tape on uh, at All Things Comedy Studios here in lovely Hollywood, California. As promised from last week, I got my man Rich Pierre Louis Holla. back in the building. Got my man O O to the Wen Smith, Owen Smith for real, what up? sitting right next to me, man. And we gonna get right right to it, man, because uh, last week. One, one hour, hour and 17 minutes, however long we went, it wasn't enough it's time. Never enough. <laughs> it's never enough time, man. I'm, I'm telling y'all, I make sure. There are a lot of podcasts out there. Um, um, Alias Smith and Leroy, yes, Owen indeed. and uh, um, Ali Leroy's podcast oh, being one of them. Um, yo, I, I, there's certain joints I listen to that I appreciate um, because they they... Because you feel like you're sitting there. Like, yeah. I, I, Ian one time, Ian, Ed, Ian Edwards asked me one time, because I told him, I said, you know, and I, and make sure you check out all the other uh, wonderful podcasts on all things comedy, from Ian Edwards' Soccer Comic Rant Bill to Billy Burr's uh, Monday Morning Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 Kira Soltanovich, the Kira Soltanovich. Congratulations, so, she um, just had a baby. Too. She just had oh, another wow. baby. Yeah. Yo, yeah. yo, Kyra is fertile. She's, she's, she's doing it. She's fertile. Yo, Kyra. <laughs> Kyra, Kyra, next time I come out, I got to make sure I get Cairo on the podcast. Okay, so thank you. Um, and uh, uh, Dean, and my man Dean Del Rey's Let There Be Talk is an awesome podcast. And and I, I said to Ian, he was like, do you listen? I said, yeah. I, I said, I have maybe six podcasts. Right here, as a matter of fact, right You here. ain't got to prove it to yeah. us. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm proving to she y'all. I have, I have, I'm, I'm going to tell y'all the podcast that I actually will download and listen to. This is a list of them, and, and I'm gonna big big up. Oh wow! Got, uh, yeah, uh, industry standard. Uh, Barry Barry Kent. That's the one that I have as well. Standard. Yeah. Uh, Joe Jake. Rogan Experience. Uh-huh. Um, Alias Smith and Leroy. Oh, good looking uh, out. More stories. Yep. I got uh, Joe 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 Vessi's The Callback is actually a real good podcast. Oh yeah, I did that. Um, one, I think. Yeah, that's a yeah. real good one. Dean Del Rey's Let There Be Talk. That's Bill dope. Burr's Monday Morning Podcast. Soccer Comic Rant. And so at least uh, four, yeah, four wow. a bunch of those a bunch of those are are, are also on all things comedy so y'all make sure you check mm-hmm. them out but one of the reasons i also listen is not just to get some insight and, and love hearing like various different stories yeah but i told ian i said man i get get homesick when i'm on the road yeah and so sometimes i just i like listening to my friends it you takes know because it makes you feel like you're sitting there. i thought you were gonna yeah. say you get horny when you're on the road for that, some reason. that's oh, just weird wow. i just because he said that's, oh that's, you started that's, with the age and i was like what? oh that's, no that's, that's, i'm homesick that's uncomfortable <laughs> it is <laughs> weird so uh, why did i do that yeah so uh alias smith and leroy no and, and and because i find myself especially when you become an avid listener mm-hmm. you you sit there Talking to to like yeah you yelling I'm, at the podcast yeah we yeah. we driving <laughs> yeah I'm sitting there yelling yeah. and laughing like I'm sitting right there like I I told I I said to my wife I said you know what I gotta tell tell them when they start back up because y'all on IA this yeah right now, right? yeah yeah like, y'all both busy. I lead directed some stuff I was yeah. in some stuff yeah, yeah so I said when when they come back I want to be the first third time guest because oh we love it and, and we talk so, so much and when when dope. we left I was like oh, I want to ask Dean this so many I want to ask Dean yeah. this yeah we went we went low. Because we, we had just, we left Arsenio. Yep. This is when our, um, yep. Owen was writing on Arsenio. We yeah. left Arsenio, went over there. I had a spot at the Laugh Factory that night. Yeah. Um, wound up missing it. Yeah, we <laughs> wound talked. Wound up missing it. We talked Because we just spot. kept right. going, and my right. phone died, so I couldn't call anybody yeah. to let them know. But we just, we we had a blast, man. And so that's why I, I, I personally dig podcasts, because they, they, 
they inform you, but they also they 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 peel back, you know, the 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 onion and let you just see the crust yeah. of people. You Tell know? people their their journey and it, yeah, it helps yeah, you know you're not crazy and you can right. relate to stuff. Be inspired, right? And and that, and that ultimately is about that inspiration, which which brings us to you because last week yeah. we got so caught up in so many different stories, we really didn't start about start start on your journey and find out. I, I love having cats on to find out yeah. what. What what got them to this point? So for Man. you, Owen Smith, how did you yeah. get how here? did you like how did I get here? What what made you decide that I want to get on stage? Oh, like man. what so, made what did you see? What did you hear? What did you feel that made you say, you know what, I want to be a stand up, I want to be a writer, I want to be in this industry? Right. What was the first thing? Good that question, sparked man. You? Well, all right. Well, I was born in 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 Nassau, Bahamas, yeah. and my parents were married when they had me. Okay. Um, but they separated. <clears throat> At, when I was nine months old, and my mom uh, brought me to Washington D.C. Okay, mm. stayed with my aunt Sissy, and on Good Hope Road. Is that what? Is that one of the areas that that West Indian sort of? Because I know like uh, New, like uh, Brooklyn and the Bronx no, and no, New York. No, not at all. So D.C. No, is off the I felt bed, I felt the most at the only place I honestly felt the most at home in the United States is in New York. Okay, because okay. I was like, oh shit, there's a lot of big foreheads here, and light ah! eyebrows. <laughs> I smell fucking patties cooking. Like I, I it's that's the only place because right. they're West Indian without apology. Like they right. not assimilate. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, right, right. You know, there's they Jamaican lot, without uh, apology. Yeah, yeah, the Caribbean. Yeah, without apology. I'm like, oh shit, it's right. just. It's just it's like when cats talk about going back to Africa. It's just right. something in my right. spirit where I go, I could be right. So me, not, you don't have to go back to Africa, but go back yeah. to, to Flatbush. To Flatbush, <laughs> yeah. So um um so yeah. So then my mom worked for the government. So a gov in 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 she got a government job. Okay, okay. Right. So G six. G six. I know. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. Like, they judge. And you move up. You move you up. Move and so up what happens is as you move up the ladder. So she moved me to Suitland, Maryland. Okay. So from she told me I because I just asked I'm doing research on this cartoon I'm doing about my life growing up. Okay. I've always wanted to do it as a love letter to, to PG County. Okay. Uh, so I grew up in Prince George's County, Maryland, in Suitland, Maryland, 5072 Silver Hill Court. It was right on it's right on off of but Pennsylvania you, Avenue. Hold on, it was right off Pennsylvania Avenue where it met Silver Hill Road. So Pennsylvania Avenue is that. the same street the president right. lived on. Right. Oh, wow. But we were less than 10 miles away from right. the White House. Right. And that, But we in Maryland. Right. And we was in this apartment complex. And what I didn't know, I found out later, my next door neighbor is this dude named, and he was my little brother. I'm my only child. Okay. But he was the closest thing I had to a brother. His name oh, is yeah. Only ch- nah, I'm just playing. Don't Hilarious. do that. When people do that, like yeah. Oh, now it makes sense. It all comes together. Oh. So my man Boo, as he goes by Black Boo, he's right now on tour. He, no, he's he, Jewish. He, no, his name is Black Boo. He got nominated for a Grammy last year for his work on this album with this dude named Soldier, because Boo could sing. Okay, okay. Right now was my man, and we used to get into all these adventures. You know, right. like going around the neighborhood. Like when I was a kid, my mom won the lottery. Nice. And so she goes out one on one. She was hysterical. And she was like, "Stay here while I go get the money." So me and Boo start fantasizing about all the shit that I'm, I'm a buy. She doesn't tell you how much she wants. Nah, son. She go to get the money when we go around saying goodbye to everybody because we laugh because y'all relocate. Yeah, man. This girl I was trying to finger bang finally let me get up in there. <laughs> yeah, son. Like I won the lottery. Yeah, yeah it's all good. Yeah, and then uh, find out my mom won forty dollars in the stock. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going anywhere. So I couldn't go outside for two months. Son. It was terrible. And did, so did people call you out. I thought you, I man, thought it was you, the worst. I thought you was moving, Especially the girl that. But I was. I was smelling that finger for. <laughs> 
Louise fan. Yeah, and I um, learned a valuable lesson. And then, but I, I wanted to celebrate Merlin because we got our own unique way of talking. It was the right. first, but the the area was so incredible in that everybody talked like, hey, we say mother, father, mother, father. young, what's up with them junks? Jones. Yeah, all that. It's like a little Shorty. lazier way of talking. Like, yeah. like Donnell Robinson's from that area, right. Dave Chappelle's from that area, Martin Lawrence. Tony the way Woods. we say, oh, right. you know, Aurea. And we, just right. the way. So I just wanted to celebrate. Like all that, so that's why I grew up, right? Okay. And what I didn't know is in that neighbor, in my neighborhood in Pembroke Apartments, it was largely single moms. Okay. Oh. Like we ain't see it. I ain't see a dad the first thirteen years in my Dang life. It. So on, on Mother's Day, we would raid the landscaping in the apartment complex to give to moms, and on Father's Day, the same snotty those kids, we raiding the landscaping mm-hmm. to give flowers to our moms. Oh, like but it. it was our reality. Right. We didn't see a house. Right. We called our apartments the house. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was just. Uh, well, when uh, you live that, in, yeah, like yeah. I remember growing up, it was the house. I didn't know we didn't live in a house till we moved in a house. Exactly. And, and mm-hmm. Robert D was like, yeah, that wasn't a house. You lived in an apartment. Shit. <laughs> you couldn't tell us nothing. Right. We we swore Santa Claus came in off that balcony. Right. We ain't had no chimney. <laughs> so it was just, you know, just that whole. But that neighborhood, man, Maryland, PG County, everybody, they just, we call it Joan in Chicago, they call right. it signifying. Right. When you Snapping. stepped out the house, you got it. Right. You got the business. And then here I come with this big head, these light eyebrows. I'm tall, I got a high booty. My mom dressing me in tough skin <laughs> jeans and tough shit. Tough skins from um, uh, was that yeah, Sears? Sears. I ain't see yeah. a mall till I was like yeah. ten, man. Yeah. Like everything you just heard for some reason. Wranglers, <laughs> yeah, wranglers. wranglers tough. You just heard the catalog hit the door, the apartment yeah. cooing. I was like, there go my school yeah. clothes. Wranglers right? had that big W for whack on yeah. the back of the <laughs> yeah. pocket too. Wranglers, we shopped J.C. Penney, Sears catalog. It was ter- it was so anyway. Just that neighborhood informed me because when I stepped outside, I was getting clowned. I used to go, I had a lisp, so I used to cry. Mm. My mom was like, yo, if they mess with you, you mess with them back, right here. That unleashed the beast. I just started, I started, man, I started going in on these kids. Like, I made kids cry, kids wanted to fight me, kids would be waiting (laughs) at my apartment building. This big head dude named Andre was trying to fight me, you know, so I I knew that I could affect people with my words. And I, but so I started using my powers for good. I just used to like making people laugh. Okay. I love making my family laugh. Nothing better than hearing black women laugh. Like those 14 women that got kicked off that wine train. Uh-huh. If you could hear them laugh together, uh, like and you heard about that? Oh, I did, yeah. That noise let, was let music people, to me. Let the people know. So there's a wine train in Napa Valley that goes back and forth. And apparently, I think it was 14 black women. They, they you know, say- That sounds like a movement. I know, I know. <laughs> 14, the 14 women. Women for it's, positive yeah. change. I, I wish it was nine, because it'd be like the wine nine or whatever, you right. know, <laughs> the new Spike Lee movie. But they <laughs> they was on there celebrating, like, hey, we up here. But Napa's very, you know- Conservative. Yeah, conservative area. And they, you know, it was just a cultural thing. They right. had these women kicked off the train. For laughing. And then wow. police escorted back, and it just became humiliating, uh-huh. you know. But anyway, that shit was music to my ears. I right. just let me. So then I'm nine years old. I got this Christian babysitter. My mom, and I was the only kid in my neighborhood that went to a private school. Okay. So if you could picture like 40 kids. Nah, well, my they mom, won the lottery. They won the lottery. No, they won the lottery. That's why they went to it. Yeah, well, yeah, be, we, we th- because it was one kid, right? So if my and one income, so I had I had the football that everybody used. Right. I had you know the baseball, or whatever, right. because it was one kid. So but, when you, when the game when you had to go home, the game was over. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, well, I'm playing with, with the wall. Right? right. <laughs> yeah, oh, you creative. But yeah, so anyway, I go to. I, so I went to this Christian babysitter, and one time I had to spend the night. I think my mom went on a date or something. To this day, she won't tell me. Okay, all right. So then she goes, um, 
uh, and Eddie Murphy Delirious came on HBO. And I watched this Christian lady. Uh Every time he cursed, she would turn the channel, but she would be laughing in tears. So for me, how that touched me was, I was like, here's a dude, we the same complexion, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. He's saying funny stuff that's making people laugh. I do that. Mm -hmm. I was like, I want to do that. Whatever that is for the rest of my life, just not in that outfit. (laughs) (laughs) That was my, I I thought that clear as day, because I was like, I can't pull off red leather pants. My booty too hot. Years later, Sinbad did it, and I was like, oh shit, he went in. But but I was like, I can't do that. And um, so. Tall dudes all had high, they used to call me pooted butt. Pooted butt, (laughs) man. I had the butt up on my neck. Yeah, like you walk, like Dean back heavy. (laughs) 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 You said about a girl. Yeah, you said about a girl. Yeah, so. But I never told anybody. Right. I never, because I used to, I, I bought a boo because I used to watch people talk about their dreams and I would watch people piss on them. Piss on yeah. them. And it would affect cats. Yeah. And I was like, I ain't, I ain't giving this one up. Mm. Right. So right. what I used to do is I just used to make people laugh like crazy. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, I was thinking, I'm comedianing right now. That's what right. I called it. Comedianing. I'm comedianing right now. I like right that now. phrase. That's what yeah, I used to do, man. man. You run, you jump, and you comedian. Comedianing, man. I went, to, and I went to private school, and in private school, ain't nobody fight. You just talked about each other. Right. And everybody had jerry curls but me. I used to just, I used to have people dying. And I, to this day, people still come up to me like, man, remember that thing you said about Cheryl's head? I'm like, no. Ah. <laughs> but I used to, I had like. Cheryl does. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know, man. Last I, would just, I feel Cheryl and I would, rocking yeah. right now in a white room. Just I know, crying. man. And I, but I knew, but I also learned the line. I knew how far to go. And I, right. you know, I was a kid. I got good grades, and I always just was diplomatic about my shit, right? That's why we get along, cause delirious for for rich for myself. Oh, yeah. yeah, delirious. I think that I, I I always go to delirious as as the one of kind of the holy grail for a lot of cats in mm-hmm. our circuit because. Mm-hmm. Um, the difference, and I've said this before, the difference between Pryor yeah. and even George Carlin, even Cosby, yeah. uh, was that Eddie, you related to Eddie because it was a young cat, yeah. right? Like, like I, I remember watching yeah. Richard Pryor live in concert, and it was funny, yeah. but it was it, it was adult. Right. Yeah, I, I didn't see that till later. Okay. You remember yeah. I told you, I was like, I, I, the reason why I love Eddie is because I was like, he's young, he's like us, but yeah. I was like... I didn't want to wait till I was Richard Pryor age and had a mustache, right. so I couldn't relate. I literally <laughs> yeah, said that. Yeah, I, I was like, I can't funny. wait right, to. Right. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. wait that long to be funny. And right. I was like, yeah. I can do that. I can wait till I'm like that age. That's right. closer to me than there. Yeah. Right. I grew up in like a hood adjacent, really fast hood forward area, but mm-hmm. I was a sheltered child. Right. Right. So like my mom kept me away from certain realities we had in our own family that everybody right. else had. Right. So in a way, I kind of grew up as like, damn, y'all got to... Y'all got a, 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 you know, somebody addicted to drugs. We ain't got that in our family. Right. Well, we did. I just didn't just, know. Mo- so right. when Richard was talking about like shit happening, right. I was, I didn't ask. So the first comedian I ever heard was mm-hmm. second grade. I had a teacher named Mr. Thaddeus. He would play Cosby records if we behave. Teachers always okay. have weird names, by the way. Just yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. If your name's fucked up, you, you, you got teaching teacher, in the future. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> teaching the politics. Yeah. So then my um. So we would listen to Cosby, and I I, I enjoyed that, mm-hmm. and I but I, I didn't know what I was listening to until I visibly saw right. the art form. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, I'm doing that. So right. the next ten years, I was always like, I, I didn't win class clown. Right? I'm did still you? But did you I was too son. Son, I thought I, I got. Was doing, yeah. Yo, I got most likely to succeed and most spirited. 
I was like, what oh, the hell wow. is that? They just made that up, huh? You had spirit hands. Yeah. Yo, when we won, when we won, I know, when we won state, my picture was in the paper because my celebration was, like, the most compelling. Because you got to understand, everybody in PG County, they poker face, man. Right, right, right. Like, they could be really happy. That should be your DVD cover. I just gave you a million dollars. They'd be like, that's cool, young. Yeah. Like, right. they not, they right. not going to let you see Right. They happy. <laughs> so I grew up around that. So if I could make them laugh, right. I was like, I can make anybody right. laugh. Right. And it was like, to me, it was a joy. It was a challenge to make people. And I feel like, because we were so close to D.C. and everybody worked for the government, we were, we got the bullshit first right. before it went out to the rest of the country. Oh, so my mom would come home like, these, ma, they are... What the fuck? Like they, right. she was a part of the war on drugs. She did the budget for that shit. Wow. She she was there. I was there when Lim Byers died I, and the drug I, laws changed. I apologize. Her G is higher than the G six. Well, just she said. worked her way <laughs> up. Yeah, my mom was a navigator, man. She yeah, tell you. Man. But then she so um so I was there when the drug laws changed and they had jump outs and and your, your friend be missing right. for forever. And I was there when crack came out and Cass was doing that shit, right. but. I was more afraid of what my mom would do to me Boom. than what these drug dealers Boom. would do. And these and my mom made them afraid of her. My mom was crazy, right, man. Right. Like she would come outside with West the robe on and the belt. Yeah, yeah. No, my mom's from Jersey. Oh, your Which pops is, is, yeah, okay. my pops is West Indian. Jersey's worse. Worse. Yeah. <laughs> she from the bricks. Yeah, my mom was looking at Maryland like this country shit. Like, right. I don't give a fuck. Like my mom was my mom was really like more gangster than that. I. I love like that. when I talked to kids that grew up with me, they was like, yo, young, your mom was the truth. Like so she she made herself real present and all that stuff. So so anyway, I knew I was going to do comedy. Ten years later, I'm 19 years old. I'm home from Notre Dame. I'm working at Department of Energy for a summer job, mm. and I'm comedian again. I'm just making every day at lunch, people will come over to see what I was going to talk about. Are you about. physically writing material? No. Okay. No. It's just, just straight, in just straight in the, in the moment, right. living life. Man, look at them pigeons. Y'all ever wonder why pigeons would do it? Ah, right. look at this bread. Whatever I was right. doing, people would just come and escape. And right. then, then there's one big dude named Keith. He came, no, Kevin, his name was Kevin. He goes, man, you funny. Mm -hmm. I'm taking you to a comedy club. Mm. They got yeah. this thing called Open Mic. I was like, yo, like I, I thought that into existence. I was like, yeah, let's yeah. go. So that's dope. And what's so funny about this is the Maryland way. He go, you funny. I'm taking you to a comedy right. club. He didn't, no no exceptions, right? But what's that mean? That sound like he gonna come pick you up and take yeah. you. No, he was like, pick me up. Ah, <laughs> I had to go ah, take <laughs> my first time going to a comedy club. I had to go pick Kevin right. up. At his career. Now was Kevin a comedian? Nah. Comedian. He just worked he just worked at Department of Energy and he was a he was a capper. And he just thought I was funny. He was older. Took me to this comedy club. I was I was nineteen. That's I was dope, too though. young to even get in there. And it was the Greenbelt Comedy Connection. They had a big picture of Martin Lawrence out front. Because mm -hmm. Martin had just popped. Right. That's where Tony Woods came out of, Dave Chappelle, right. all these people. And I went into the open mic, and this dude named Chris Paul. You probably Chris know. Chris Paul, him. I know, yeah. Yeah, Chris Paul was the host. I remember Chris Paul. Yeah, man. I go, I got bubble guts. I'm sitting in the back, nervous as shit. I signed up first. It was mm -hmm. this. We get there early at eight. It's supposed to start. Shit ain't pop off till like eight forty-five. I sit there through all the comics. He don't, he don't call my name. Oh. So I'm like, I took it personal. Right. I'm a competitive dude. I was right. like, what the fuck? I got here early. I did everything right. Now right. come I ain't get called? Right. Which is kind of indicative of my career. <laughs> like, <laughs> doing everything right. And you're right. like, man, fuck this. So then I go I right. go back the next week on my own solo. I sign up first, third, seventh. I write my name all over the sheet. Mm -hmm. He don't call my name. Did you ever think about writing way, uh, Rory Rory Wayans? <laughs> I, I, I didn't even know the politics right. of the game yet. I didn't even know all these people existed. And then... I went up to him afterwards, and I was like, "Hey, yo, man, I've been coming here, and you ain't, you ain't, you ain't call me up, Joe." 
And he was like, oh, I ain't know you. Just come back next week. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, shit. That was, my simple, first, huh? that was the first showbiz lesson. So then right. I came back, signed up. He called me up. And I'm glad it happened that way because I went up. And I was funny. My first joke, ironically, I saw Dion Cole do the exact same joke. So mm. I was like, fuck, we think alike. My first joke was about the Power Rangers. It was 1992. And the beginning of every Power Rangers uh, thing Every Power Ranger got a karate move, right, but right, the black right. dude the brother the snakes, right? And so <laughs> my joke was a little different than Dion's, where I was just like, "Man, if I ever get in the fight and the dude do the snake move, I'm whooping his ass." Like that was my, <laughs> and I would lean into how I would beat him, and and I was real physical, but I was talking so fast, you were nervous that everybody was just looking at me smiling, right? Like, they ain't know when to laugh. Like yeah. it's like I ain't giving room to laugh. But right. when I got off stage, all these dudes just came over to me. Comedians, black men, they were really positive. Like, yo, you so funny. First of all, motherfucker, slow down. And they <laughs> Are were these me comics or just all audience comics, members? Okay. All comics. Okay. And they all giving me positive reinforcement. Come back next week. But why I'm glad it happened that way, because the guy that went up, like, it's kind of like in the in the medium professional slot was this okay. dude named Mike Brooks. Mm-hmm. Mike Brooks and I went to eighth grade together. Oh, uh, wow. Francis Scott Key. We both got dumb pictures with the gold chain outside the uh, shirt and shit. Yeah. I had on a Coca-Cola shirt. He had on something else. <laughs> and I was like, yo. He was like, yo, what's up, Joe? What's up, young? And so he took me around D.C. Oh, okay. Took me. We did these things called, um, I just had it and lost it. But, but it was like rooms, a lot of rooms. Right. And my goal was to get paid. I was like, if I get paid, I'm professional. Right, mm, right. At the end of the summer, Pops. We did. The, I did the Greenbelt Comedy Connection in Laurel. He gave me crumpled up twenty five dollars. Boom. Unleashed. Yeah. You Boom. couldn't tell me shit, man. Yeah. I, I went back to South in Indiana. I was like, oh shit. Now did you, tell your, mom, did you tell your mom that? Not yet. Bernie Mac did that for me. My um. Bernie so, told your mom. Yeah, I'm gonna oh, get to that. No, yeah, yeah hey, I'm gonna get to that. So, good... so I did um, so I did uh, I did um, so so where everybody comes out here mm-hmm. and they you know do that where I was in South Bend. And I did school. I, school. I know the dame. And I did. I entered every comedy competition. I would right, win them. Right. And then um, I started hosting, like, or organically, I started, like, hosting my own. Like, so basically, everything that people are doing vines and shit for, right. now, I was doing that shit on campus. Right. I would pop. I would do a talent show. I would do whatever. I would host it. I would do funny just to song get, parodies. Just your reps. Just to whatever. Get and then I started hosting. I was the became the host of the... Uh, the fashion show, I would all become the headline and act, whatever. Whatever Owen was going, we just want Owen to do right, something. Right. And then I did uh then a comedy club opened in South Bend. Mm. So I, I fell in love. We broke up, my grades dipped. I'm on academic probation. Mm-hmm. I had to go to summer school. That summer, a funny bone opened up in South Bend. Mm-hmm. So I'm in summer school with uh Jerome Bettis, uh Rogib Ishmael, like all these cats oh, wow. who are coming back to get their degree. Right. And then at night, I'm going over to, I'm a doorman at this Funny Bone in okay. the South Bend. And I'm begging him to let me get on stage. Right. I didn't know the owner was a racist dude. Okay. Who ever Because I was, I, but, right. but I was also sheltered from that shit. So right. I didn't know what it looked like. Right. And I'm also tall, so you ain't going to call me nigga to my face. Right. You're going to treat me like one, but you ain't going to say it right. to me. Right. So I just thought he was just a little weird dude that jerked off the porn in, right. his, in his office. But uh, anyway, he gave me a job as a doorman. Then I then he then he I talk him into having an open mic for you know local comedians. I knew I was gonna smash it. I right. rip it. He makes me the house MC. Okay. So now I'm the house MC going up every week, opening up for everybody, and that's how I meet all these touring. Right. And that's how I learned how to be funny for five minutes. Tell me, so I would seat you, and I got on the dumb shirt. Right. Then I'd go on stage and be like, right. I do that is on stage. Right. I'm performing in front of 
all white, right. working class. You know, uh, what's my man's name? The uh, rednecks of comedy. The, uh, oh, uh, Jeff uh, Foxworthy. No, nah, the one the talk. Dead, dead, dead. Oh, uh, he, he used uh, to get her pro, done. Pro, pro, yeah, him. Dude. Yeah, he used to tour. His name was Dan Whitney. Right. He, uh, was, uh, he was working the Funny Bones back yeah. then. So it was a lot of like his own, a lot of working class right. white folks. Right. And um, so I learned how to relate to Larry them. Larry the Cable Guy. Larry yeah, the Cable okay. Guy, and a bunch of cats would come through, and a bunch of Chicago headliners would come through, and then. Then D.L. Hughley would come through when I got to open for him, okay. Cedric, Jamie Foxx, all these cats. And I was just learning how to be, right. you know, a, Does, a comedian. Do any of them remember you from then? D.L. does. Okay. And mm. um, Jamie, when he sees me, he daps me up. I know he knows me, but he I don't think he knows what he Remembers knows me from. from. Way back then. Okay. And um, and then, uh, and Cedric, yeah. Ce- yeah, Cedric, yeah. Yeah, yeah, all right. of them do as far as I, because I, I worked with Cedric on a couple other things, right. too. So then... Um, so then I moved to Chicago. That's the natural migration, right? right? And I still hadn't told my mom that this is what I was going to do mm-hmm. <laughs> full time. But I got my degree. Now I'm in Chicago. I got a life insurance job. Degree in what? Finance. Okay. I got a finance degree because I was a kid. I was always like selling candy for money or washing okay. cars for money. Yeah. Doing all that shit. And so and my mom used to make me keep books. I sold candy in high school when I was making two to $300 a week. And I had people working for me. And I sold my candy. Sound like puffy. Yeah, yeah, I sold my candy like a drug dealer. Cause I used to watch the drug dealers in my in my area, and that's how I used to run it. Right. And I, so I used to pay people. You sure it was candy you was selling? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, it was the biggest, it was the biggest bluff. But that's why I could act though, because I was bluffing, because I couldn't fight. Like if shit went down, I had people. I had people wanting to fight for me. It was crazy. You, like, but you were six five, so six people thought you could thought, fight. And right? I, ain't, I ain't man, shit. Right. You know, like I know what to do, but I never at that apply time. It. I never had to right. apply it. Right. So the fact that these motherfuckers was following me, I thought was hilarious right. in itself. And I literally kept books. And so my mom was like, "You should major in finance." So I did that. I'ma wrap it up. My story, no, no, shit ain't. I, no, so no. then I get. So I go to um, sell life insurance, and they hired me to sell to minorities between the age of like 21 and 31 with disposable income. Right. But the last thing uh, black folks uh, with disposable income are thinking of, that's 21, is fucking life insurance. So I got kicked out of every black person's home in right, Chicago. Right. It was it was comedic, man. Right. Like I had one I had one one time I had this dude work for the Tribune, uh, Chicago Tribune. Uh, first time I ever seen somebody, this black dude, real demure, real quiet personality, amazing writer, married, wife was pregnant, had two kids, had just bought a house. And I did their policy for him, and I knew, like, I was like, oh, and I'm about to make my first sale. Right. This dude came down to the office, and I bring, I give him the lowdown. I go, so, so basically, you're gonna need uh, 1.5 million in coverage for you right. if you want your kids to go to high school. I never forget it, man. He stood up in the office. He was like, I'm not giving this bitch a million dollars. You know what the fuck happened to me if this bitch if it got out? I was like, oh shit. Ah, so that's lost the sale. Like I I couldn't, I just I couldn't right. <laughs> it wasn't in my heart, yeah. man. I just, and so I was doing stand up. I'm not giving this man. Man, this quiet Christian fear. Yeah, you know, guys, good. You know, everything's working uh, out. This time. motherfucker, yeah, this dude was in there when he That's saw the hilarious. saw what was the the amount on his head. Man, it was hilarious. He had a so, bounty out of I ain't giving this bitch a million. I never forget that, man. And then, uh, and then I went to I was doing stand up, and I heard comedians talk about unemployment. Mm-hmm. Unemployment, collect unemployment. So I heard. I said, for real, you can get a. And I was always getting mixed like bad information right uh like from delane on like i talked about yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and i would just go all right 
I can get like the unemployment? Bet. And I'm sure so your I moms didn't, didn't want to hear nothing about that. She ain't know, that. She ain't know right. nothing about this. Not. I'm doing comedy at right. night, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm going all over the city on these life insurance appointments. So then I quit, I quit my life insurance job. Uh-oh. And then I go try to collect unemployment, and I find out you can't get it when you quit. Right. So bad I'm like, information. Bad information. What the fuck? So I go, I'll be back. Hold up. Because I didn't tell the dude I quit. I go, all right, so, all right let, me, let, me, let me get some shit straight up. So I went back to the job. I quit that day. Went to like went back the same day, and I asked my boss if he would fire me. Uh-huh. And he was like, "Are you nuts?" I was like, <laughs> "I want to do comedy, man." And they say you got to fire me so I can get whatever, whatever. You had the audacity to go back, son. Right. What he never like heard or seen anything like this. He was laughing so hard in my ass that he that he did he, <laughs> he go did fuck it. it. He did it. I, yo, if anybody, yeah, you fired, you done. Now you How got what you need. Positively naive is that, son? That it was is the craziest oh, shit. Son, so I wrote a, I wrote funny. a pilot about that. You know, uh, Warner Brothers. Can and, you please uh, fire me? Yeah, man. So then I went I went to uh, some Larry David type. Some Larry David, <laughs> son. I I didn't know like if I'm if if. Ignorance has always been bliss for yeah. me. Like my wife reads the trades, and she—I don't—I don't, I don't want to know what people are doing because ah, yeah. I can't, right. you know. But you know, I need to do better with that. But so then I, I went to, um, so I started doing stand up. What was Bernie's club out there? He had a club called Miltroneers. Okay. I did a stand up at this. I did stand up at this club called The Fallout, where I met Dwayne Kennedy and. And this Funny guy named Ty Phipps. Dwayne, yeah. So Dwayne Kennedy, so I, I went to audition. But what I loved about the fallout, it used to be called the Funny Firm. You can find Bill Hicks performing and melting down at the Funny Firm online. Oh, okay. It was owned by this dude. I forget his name. But what I loved about it is they had two rooms and they were tag team. Okay. So you would perform downstairs, run upstairs, and they'd be calling your name. Then you run back downstairs, perform Damn. again, run upstairs. Nice. So you could do, on a Saturday, they did three shows. You could do six shows in one oh, building. Oh, wow, wow. So I went down there, and I, you know, back then you would have to showcase. Right. I ripped it. He hired me that night. His name was Lenny something. So I get hired that night. I do the six shows. I'm amped. Time to pay everybody. He don't pay me nothing. Mm. In front of everybody. You ain't got no money for you. Just call me for dates. Mm. And my, my mouth dropped. And so Dwayne Kennedy, I never forget, he go, man, that's some bullshit, man. And he gave me money out of his mm-hmm. own pocket. Oh, wow, that's cool. And this dude named Ty Phipps, they both gave me some money. And I was like, man, this is, if I felt it was like a five heartbeats moment. You right, know, right, <laughs> like when right. nigga needed an abortion right. and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> gave money. Crumble so, up Yeah, money yeah. Sat him down. I drive home. I was staying with my dad in Deerfield, Illinois, at the time. And I turn on the TV. It's like 2.30 in the morning. Amen comes on. Mm. Dwayne Kennedy comes on my TV. He wow. played Halle Berry's boyfriend. Wow. No. Episode of Amen. I was like, who the fuck is this dude? <laughs> so, and when I was in Chicago, that's when I met Dion Cole, Corey yeah. Holcomb, D. Ray, yeah. the, Damon Williams. Shout out to Damon. Yeah. He was so uh, he's always been encouraging, so encouraging again. George Wilborn, one of the most incredible hosts. Uh, yeah, I'd ever movie. seen so so I was doing Tony two Sco- rooms Tony, Tony Schofield, Schofield yeah, yeah. one of the best joke tellers and uh, so Leon Rogers and then Leon my man Leon fellow cancer yeah Leon I met a little later yeah Leon came first, a little later, little later yeah, yeah mm-hmm. but he always had confidence and swag and was yeah. just Chicago but, see, but Chicago is different from Maryland like everybody from there come from Mississippi so it's just a different oh, that's interesting. expression right. of of blackness than right. I was. Then I was using, I picked up on like the slight differences, but I did right. all jokes okay. aside and then zanies. All jokes, okay. Right? Zanies, yeah. All jokes and zanies. And then one time, and when I and to get into zanies, Bert Haas, he gave me a showcase date nine months away from my date. This is how hungry I was. 
I knew he would stand outside every Tuesday taking tickets. So every Tuesday mm-hmm. for nine months, I found a way to beat him. Like, hey, hey. Bert, anything hey. going up? He's like, nope, not till July 7th, Owen. Right. I was like, all right, all right. Hey, but you really sticking to that? Too. <laughs> <laughs> then I leave. I come like, hey, Bert. Hey, what's going on? Just man. Hey, man. Hey, July seventh, seven minutes. Right. Tonight show clean. All right, all right, all right. Come, hey, Bert. It's cold as shit. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Did everybody show up? Everybody, even if they didn't, July seventh. <laughs> and this motherfucker just would not break. And Stuck I had to. to I remember. Showcase, yeah, yeah, showcase July seventh. I got into that club, so I was doing both rooms. So a lot of. Um, black comedians been like, yo, how you getting the zanies yeah, and shit, yo? Say, you, you and I the... told them that story, and yeah. they was like, fuck that. Like, then I was like, well, that's just what I did. I didn't know right. not to do that. Right. Your and ego so, didn't get, a lot of times ego will, will get in yeah, the way of, of yeah. people's success. Or his naive allowed him to do that. Yeah, True. so, yeah, so I, I did that, I guess. So I, so I was one of the few cats that worked both rooms. Right. So whenever there was a room, I was in, no matter what time that yeah. shit went off, I was there, and you get paid cash there, and then zanies, they pay you. Oh shit! So then I I speed it up. So then what happened was Bernie Mac. So Ali Leroy saw me outside of uh, um, the fallout. Oh wow! And he okay. that nigga was sitting there with like we called him Batman because he just would appear <laughs> and he just was sitting on the <laughs> steps and he would never really looked at me. He was like, "Hey man, you funny." I was like, thanks, man. I knew he was somebody. This motherfucker got on new clothes. He looked right. clean. Right. He right. just appeared in the stairway. He just looked confident. I was like, thanks, man. He goes, yeah, man. Bernie Mac does this room called Milton Nins, and I want you to do that. Um, I'm gonna have somebody reach out to you. It happens on Tuesday. Can you do that? Yeah, man. Let me give you my number. Nah, I, I find you. Then pff, nigga was gone. Hilarious. <laughs> nigga was gone. He was gone. <laughs> Disappeared. Right. See a cloud of smoke. Yeah, <laughs> man. That Tuesday, man. I promise you, I got a call in the afternoon from this sweet lady. I, I, I want to say her name was Dolores, but I can't remember. She's like, how you doing, Owen? I'm calling um, Bernie. We're like, you at the club at 7 o'clock. You're going to do 12 minutes, okay? And da, 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 da. I was like, oh, shit. So I went down there, and and Bernie Mac was there, and it was a room called Miltroneers. It's the size of this room, dude. It was really small. He, no. called, it was, he did it every Tuesday night. He called it Get Your Yucks for 5 bucks. Everybody came through there. Right. Like when they were shooting Love Jones. Every, right. like, and Bernie wanted to be Bob Hope. So he, he had this yeah, full yeah. show. On a small stage, he had a live band. Right. He had the macaroni dances. Right. Bernie would do 45 minutes up front That's to That's what hour. Midnight Mac was based on. Midnight Mac. Bernie, every Tuesday, yeah. Bernie would do new material that he and Ali, like Ali might send him some pages. He would right. flow off that and off his own stuff. Right. Then he would do two comedians and two singers. Right. And he called me Owens. He was like, what's up, Owens? What's up, Owens? Owens. Owens, give, give me, give me seven Owens. How much time did it tell you? Said, give me seven. Too, hey Owens, no, you know, give, give me three Owens. He would fuck with you, and he would sit right behind you on stage. No. Yeah, man. So when you perform, his laugh was so big. If he laughed, and I was doing my stuff, he laughed. He hit me on the back of my calf. Give him five more Owens, like right there on the spot. I was like, oh shit! You just felt like yeah, that's dope, that was man. my spot. Incredible. So like Incredible. every every, I was there a lot, man. And yeah. so. That's when I got the confidence to tell my mom that this is what I'm doing and my mom was coming out to see me because I used to live in a shitty building. Every time she called me, I lived across the street from a halfway house mm-hmm. and these motherfuckers be going for walks mm-hmm. and shit when my mom would call me and you would hear car alarms go off. They'd always be sitting on my car and shit mm-hmm. and my mom would be like, you say, baby? And I'd be like, yeah, they shooting the movie outside, man. They just shooting the movie. <laughs> and so she came out to see me and I, I was performing at Miltroneers. Right. And I said, Mom, I'm going to show you something. And at this point, Bernie is, is at least hood famous. Dude. Yeah. yeah I mean, Bernie, incredible. Bernie was that dude. Yup. And so my mom comes to see me. I'm nervous. But I perform. I had a great show. And I was like, Mom, this is what I want to do. Mm. This is what I've been doing. I've been temping at night. And I want to I do this right here. 
Wow. And uh, you know, being the first person in my family to be in the showbiz, like she don't, she just didn't know how it the worked. Concept, right. The concept. So yeah. Bernie took my mom to the side and talked to her for over an hour wow. after the show. And after that, since then, she been my biggest supporter. Dude. Like, like she would like Marshawn Lynch go on Facebook up and, and support me if somebody right. says some shit. You like my mom? She be like, "You making your calls? You doing?" So that's so. And long story short, I ended up getting into acting. I started becoming the commercial king of Chicago. Right. I used to book everything yeah. if it came through. So much so, I wanted to do more. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, "Do I go to L.A. or New York?" I had a family member who owned some property outside of New Jersey. I asked him if I could stay in this spot. They said no. So I was like, L.A. it is. So, and I got offered, before I moved, I got offered a morning radio job. I just want to tell this story. And then I just got offered a, a radio job to be a morning man on 102 point something. I can't remember. I did a test, I did a test week mm -hmm. and uh, killed it. Great numbers. It's out here. No, Chicago. Chicago, okay. And, uh, and so then they offered me, this is right when all the radio stations were being bought out by Clear Channel. I get a phone call on my cell phone from uh, Buck, Don Buckwald, that's mm -hmm. Howard Stern's agent. Right. He, this is literally what he says to me. I go, hello? He goes, Owen, we know. Let me negotiate your deal. Mm -hmm. I was like, sure. But I just shot 10 national commercials for Blockbuster Music, right? Mm -hmm. Me and JT, uh, J, uh, JT. Jackson. J, uh, J, Jagodowski. Jagodowski. Jagod he's, he's in the Jack and he's in those um, Sonics commercials. Oh, yeah, okay. from Second City. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. I mean, he can't travel because he got vertigo. He has vertigo. I never I, heard of that shit. Well, oh, I wow. remember when he was, I was at Second City. Gotta wrap it up. Go, yeah, go, yeah, go, yeah, go, yeah. go, 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 go. Yeah. So, so we did, so we did. Um, I got a story. So check out, so check out. So I, so I booked, I, did, I shot 10 national commercials with this man, and I'm getting paid twice because. My hands were the were the model, so I'm right. getting paid right. for my hands and me right. acting. So I'm like, yo, I'm gonna at least make a quarter mil off this because right. they post the air during the Super Bowl. Right. Oh. We shoot them. It's high tech shit. Everybody's in love. It's Viacom. So I tell Don Buckwald, I don't want less than a half a mil a year. Mm -hmm. And this, he was like, that's yeah. Let me work on it. This dude got it close. And this is right when they were just offering you like forty stacks, right. you know, out the gate because Clear Channel corporatized right. everything and he was like oh when I got you this with remotes you could do this do this do this and I was like nah I'm going to LA ah, I did because he didn't get it to the number I just stuck to it I drive to LA swear to God as soon as I touch the LA I get a call from Viacom going yo we we can't air the commercials there was a legal dispute this thing's called thumb wars they kind of stole the thing so all I had, oh, we ran out of tape. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, oh. I'm just, I'm, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm like uh, tragically yeah. thinking about that story. Yeah. <laughs> so Damn. I, I went, I, went I really from, thought you were gonna be a millionaire. After nah, the story. son. So I went from Shoot. thinking I was gonna have, you know, because I said I don't want to be a local celebrity right, right now. If you right. offer me a radio gig at 26, I can get that shit right. at 50 something. Right. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm so cut to. I'm sleeping on my man's. My man Preacher Moss, shout out to Preach. I'm sleeping on an air mattress in his apartment in uh in Long Beach mm. for the first two years just doing acting classes until that started turning around. I started booking out here and then I started doing colleges and there it is. then I fell in the fell in the writing. And and, 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 and and listen, I'm not even gonna try in front and make it like this is the end of this story. We're gonna do another episode <laughs> soon. Soon pick up on it. We didn't finish that's, the first that's chapter story one. About, that's yeah. chapter one. Yeah, that's only that's, that's like hardly chapter one, that's man. Beginning, yeah. Y'all make sure you follow uh, Owen at yeah. all things. Um, what was it? Owen, Owen Smith, Smith for real. real. Uh, check get, out his get, special. Check out the comedy special. Good luck, everybody. Good Owen Smith live. Yeah, yeah uh, man, I'm a great podcast, storyteller. Alias Smith, yeah. Leroy. Yeah. Rich. Rich Pierre Louis. So you just 
find it. Google it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and follow me, man. Make sure you subscribe, like, comment. All Things Comedy is the network. We thank y'all for coming, checking Let's out the Father Mucker Protocol, man. Episode. Great episode. Yeah. Thanks for coming through. Uh, no Big doubt. Aaron, thanks for the sounds, man. Word, we apologize. Word. Somebody else is coming in the studio, so that's why we got to wrap it up, Rest man. It um, but, yo, keep keeping Aaron and I out because we're going to have part three on, on <laughs> Smith for real. Even if we do it over the phone. Yeah, word. All right, peace. <laughs> All right, son. Peace. Holla. All love. I never really told it like that. It's always chopped up.